inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Live in life like it matters. And today, uh, you're blessed. You don't only get the black man, but you actually get a guest with us today. You know, for those that don't know, uh, my uh, primary mode of uh, monetary uh, encouragement you know, my job, my day job, <laughs> is that uh, I do leadership training. So I have, uh, I do the most intensive two and a half days leadership training in the country. You go to likeitmatters.net to read about it, likeitmatters.net. Uh, and I always compare it to the analogy of a sponge. You know, if uh, let's say I had a cup of Hawaiian punch uh, on my table in my kitchen, and I have a beautiful tile floor, uh, and I knock over that Hawaiian punch. So I go under the sink, I grab a wrapper uh, with a sponge in it, I open up the wrapper, I take out the sponge, and I clean up my mess. When I go to squeeze that sponge, uh, you would expect Hawaiian punch to come out of it and maybe a little bit of dirt, depending on how well my house is cleaned regularly. So same scenario, but now I knock over some soda, brown soda. And so again, I knock over brown soda. It's uh, on my tile floor. I go under the sink. I grab a brand new sponge. I take it out of its wrapper, uh, and I proceed to clean up my mess. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you were watching me, when I went to that sink and squeezed that sponge, my bet is that you would expect to see brown liquid come out of that sponge, right? And, and I would ask you why, and you would tell me, well, Mr. Black, because that's what was in it. And then I would pose this question to you. Are you telling me that the only thing that can come out of that sponge is what I put in it? Is that what you're telling me? And your answer would clearly be yes. And then my next statement to you would be this. In this story, we are the sponge. See, ladies and gentlemen, we go through life, and we have five portals of entry into our, quote, sponge, into our experience, into our, uh, what I like to call our experiential aquarium, right? We see things, uh, we hear things, we experience things and have emotions about them, we smell things, and we taste things, right? The five senses, olfactory, gustatory, auditory, visual, and kinesthetic. That's the five ways. Matter of fact, if I was to ask you to recall, to remember, uh, to remind yourself of any memory from your past, uh, the only way you could possibly have it codified, have it stored, is in your senses. You would have to describe to me what you saw or what you heard or what the weather was like or what you experienced. Uh, you would also tell me maybe if there were smells in the room because you had a, a nice cake that was baking for your birthday or a fire that was raging uh, and maybe some taste. Maybe you had a nice romantic dinner with your wife or whatever it was or you went to an ice cream shop and you ordered pistachio ice cream and man, it was the creamiest pistachio ice cream. You, you get what I'm saying? It's stored in the senses. 
And so what happens in life is we go through life and we got a lot of things attached to us. And then you add to that that we are unconscious creatures, right? I mean, we only consciously use about 3 to 5% of our brain. So I like to transfer that over that in this experience called life, about 3 to 5% of it is consciously experienced. The rest of it is still experienced. It's stored at the unconscious level. And it's always there. You can always recall it. These are important things to know when you're dealing with human beings. Because nobody responds to reality. What we respond to is our map of reality. What we believe to be true and what is true can be two totally different things. That's why you see all the miscommunication. That's why you see all the antagonism. That's why you see uh, two people talking about the same issue but using the words differently and ready to uh, destroy each other. And yet sometimes if you actually listen to the debates and the arguments, they're not that far off, but yet they're ready to cancel each other, censor each other, um, cultivate some violence against each other when they're going to, you know, stay with the seas, right? And so you got to understand this. I don't care what you do. We are all in the people business. Uh, years ago, I used to do a lot of work with Coca-Cola. That was when they, they liked white people. But a booch. <laughs> and so uh, I did a lot of work. Yeah, I know. I'm a little slow there, John. A little slow there. Missed uh, by that yeah. much. <laughs> by that much. So I did a lot of work with Coca-Cola. And I remember this gentleman, uh, Doug, I'll leave his last name out. I do remember it. But he said to me, uh, uh, and I think he was the uh, financial CFO with the Mid-Atlantic region, which was out of Baltimore. And he said, you know, Black, Coca-Cola is not in the sugar water business. Coca-Cola is in the people business. We just sell sugar water to make a difference. And I don't care what you do to get the money that you get to pay for what you have. We are all in the people business. And as leaders, we're specifically in the people business because you lead people. Right, You can't really be a leader uh, if you don't have people following you. You can't really be a leader if you're not impacting, motivating, inspiring, moving, if you will, other people. Because we are in the people business. And if you're in the computer business, you know computers. And if you're in the radio business like John, you know radio. And you know the buttons to push and the dials to turn uh, and all the things that make Mr. Black sound so much smarter and better than he really is in life, right? I mean, you know what you know. And so if we're all in the people business, we should know people. And that's why I do what I do. That's why we do Like It Matters Radio. That's why I do my leadership training, Leadership Awakening, and likeitmatters.net, because we are people. And a lot of people don't understand themselves. They don't understand other people. They get wrapped up in the the emotions of the moment. Uh, They get bogged down with getting through things, you know, getting through the next summer, getting through the pandemic, getting through the lockdown, uh, getting through the school year, getting through the summer, getting through another year, getting through dot, dot, dot. And we miss so much. And so in this show, this radio show, and in our training, we slow things down and, and we really learn about ourselves because if I can understand you a little bit better and you can understand me a little bit better. Doesn't it make sense that we're in a position to have a better relationship? And, and one thing I've learned about people is, is that people need hope. 
you know, hope is the number one commodity of a leader. I believe that we are hope peddlers. You know, Johnny Appleseed peddled uh, apples because he wanted to to feed people, because he wanted to use the lavish the lavish lands of America uh, to to have trees and have produce so that we could feed people. And so he was constantly going everywhere, spreading his seed, which was apple. Well, as a leader, our seed is hope. Our seed is hope. And one thing I learned about hope a long time ago, it has a forward focus. See, we have the three R's of survival. We have regret, we have resentment, and we have resistance. And all three require a rear focus. But hope always has a future charge. Hope always has a future address. Hope springs eternal. And the good book says that without a vision, people perish. And the vision is the ability to see into the future. And to see how hope can inspire people and stir people up. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we are blessed, or you are blessed, because uh, we will have a graduate from Team 223, my class that I did last weekend in Dallas-Fort Worth. And he's going to share with you how his eyes are open. He has much more vision. Uh, He's also the founder of the Pool Movement. Uh, We've had him on before with us. But we'll also talk about people and bringing people together beyond skin color. Uh, beyond race, beyond socioeconomic background, but as living, breathing human beings. So I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network, and we'll be back in a few minutes. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Live in life like it matters. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about I See You. And we're going to be joined by a guest, a recent graduate of Team 223. You know, last weekend, Thursday, I had 11 students walk into my training room on Thursday night. There was, it was a class of eight people. And then Friday morning, uh, they became closer. They became committed. Uh, they became open to the process. And then on Saturday morning, those eight people became two, 223 that uh, bonded together as brother and sister. Uh, eight changed lives, or shall I say 11, because there was me and two other staff. 
11 lives change forever. Uh, and I love it. I love being in the life-changing business. But, you know, you hear me talk about all the time what can happen in 48 hours. I like to have guests come on who experience the 48 hours and tell you firsthand what they truly experience uh, and the impact it has made in their life. So with that being said, let's go to line number two and let's welcome Adrian Lyles to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, my friend? Scott, I am doing fantastic. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. 99, maybe 99.9%. Got you over 98. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm at 99, yeah. 99%. Yes. Yeah, you're 99. Add another one. You know, brother, you know, I love you. You know that. And, uh, yeah. uh, you know, Adrian and I uh, met each other. It's weird on, on Facebook. Uh, and uh, we reached out. And Adrian's been on our show before uh, a while back just talking about his pool movement. And we'll get to that later. But uh, he was just a connection, and I felt God was telling me, hey, this is a good man, a brother, uh, someone that I brought together. And so I reached out to Adrian and said, hey, man, I, I got a class coming up, and uh, uh, you know, it's a gift. I have no strings attached. I don't want anything from you, you know, because always people think you're doing something for them because you want something. So I told him, no strings attached. If you want it, it's here. It's the best leadership training there is. And, and Adrian tells you how much he thinks about me, uh, took me up on my offer. Uh, it's an intense class, and it takes some trust. And so uh, Adrian showed up uh, with seven other people uh, on uh, Thursday, um, May 20th. And uh, uh, you got to tell me, Adrian, you know, five minutes into it, because you knew nothing about the class. You just knew this guy named Scott Black through Facebook. So five minutes into the training, Adrian, what was going through your head? What were you thinking? The first five minutes, I was wondering if I would have better spent my time back home with my wife and kids yeah that was literally no, the, that was the question for the whole de- first day is like why yeah. am i here like yeah why am i here yep and and i tell people right up front and you think about it, i told you outside that room i said tonight will not make sense uh it, it doesn't and it's easy to well it's easier i should say to commit when something makes sense but when something doesn't make sense, when things don't start out the way you want them to, when you're, when you're not, it doesn't turn out the way you thought it was going to turn out, that's when real true commitment kicks in. And it, it's, uh, it's in your face. It's uh, uh, shocking off, you will, uh, right off the bat to get you out of your head and, and get <gasps> you into a different pattern. Uh, but looking back, Adrian, now that you've completed the class and look back, does that make sense now, what we did that first night? Oh no, totally. Yeah, absolutely. You, you, it's a, it's a stepping a stone, a building process. You you can't get to point B without point A, and it's foundational. You learn to yep. to follow instructions intently and listen, and to, to even the process of just sit, simply putting your booklet under your chair. These things, these behavioral yeah. things, matter, and to and you you yep. masterfully understand that and relate it in in a way that it it can't be missed. Yeah, and you know, I tell people, I just tell my wife this. I said, technically, what I'm doing throughout the whole training, but specifically the first night, I'm selling. Uh, I'm gaining agreement with people. That as strange as what we're doing is, it it's going to make sense, and it's important. It's structural. It's foundational. Uh, matter of fact, you heard me say, Adrian, over and over and over, we haven't even started yet. You've been there a day already. <laughs> I'm still saying, we haven't even started yet. Like, what have we been doing then if we haven't started yet? Uh, what's the saying? Uh, hindsight is twenty twenty because, again, we can see clearly now 
when we look back from point B uh, to see what point A was all about. And that's the Bible, you know, Romans uh, 8, 28. God causes all things to work for the good for those who love him or are called according to his purpose. So, um, But you, you trusted the process, you kept pushing. Uh, and at some point, a shift took place where it started making more sense. You you saw yourself getting into it more, Adrian. Where, where do you think that shift took place where all of a sudden it started enveloping you? Over the past several days, and I'm grateful to have my voice back to speak, I, I, I was, I've been analyzing that very question, and I, and I call it my, uh, my Nathan David moment, where I, I had just been living life like a king, and everything I wanted was at my feet, and here comes a friend who's, who gives me a parallel and says, hey, you know a guy who would take a, a woman for himself and kill her husband, that guy would probably be a bad guy, right? And it's like me, like, yeah, of course, yeah, that'd be a bad idea. Who would do such a thing? And it's like, you are the man. And <laughs> yeah. it was like, wow. <laughs> for me, it was like, I am I am that guy. Now, of course, I've not taken a, a man's wife for myself. Yeah, of course. It, I know what you mean, it, yeah. Just full, full disclosure, just in case my wife's listening, but uh, I, I, I had this revelation about day two that everything that I've been trying to help fix in other people was in the mirror. Like here I am trying to, to save the world and solve everyone else's problems. And it starts with me. Like I have to, I have to just focus on me and the use of pronouns is so powerful in your training that yeah. I've, I've incorporated that in my vernacular every day. It's like when I, instead of saying, uh, this is the way we do things. No, this is the way I do things. And yeah. taking accountability for my own actions. And it's a, it's a powerful uh, revelation of the mind and how we, how I, see, it's a conscious thing, how I communicate with other people, including myself. Yeah, and, and, and it's weird things that we do. I mean, the first night of my training, I'm teaching you how to breathe, how to stand. And you're thinking, dude, I'm a 35-year-old man. <laughs> I think I know how to stand. I think I know how to breathe. And my question is, do you? <laughs> do you really? <laughs> to be as powerful as you can be? You know, it's so funny, Adrian, when you said uh, a Nathan David moment, I'm thinking, who the heck is Nathan David? I'm thinking, I'm like, oh my gosh, the prophet Nathan, when he approached David about the, uh, you know, I get what you were saying. At first, I'm thinking, who's he talking about? Duh, duh. So uh, very powerful. But, you know, we, we, we say the things, you know, be the change that you want to see in the world and all that. But those are just letters. Those are just words. And as we like to say, words are nothing more than a whole bunch of letters put together without the energy to back them up. And, uh, uh, man, you had incredible breakthroughs. And here's a man who's been through tons of training. You've been through lots of training. Uh, but, man, this was different. I kept telling you that. And so tell the audience, what do you think right now? If you could pinpoint anything, what's the biggest takeaway you feel you've gotten from that training so far, that 48 hours with me? The, the biggest thing for me was the the recognition that i can't I can't do it all, no matter how strong I am, no matter how powerful I think I may be that on my own right I can't do it all and the power of team is essential. And then, of course, you know, you mentioned several times that this is not a you know religious course, but you, there there can't be a connection 
to a higher power without a belief in a higher power, whatever that is for whoever that individual yep. may be. But for me, that realization that the the higher being in which I believe has to has to not by desire of, or choice of my own has to be in the driver's seat and just stepping out of that driver's seat and say, okay, you know, that old proverbial saying, Jesus, take the wheel. It's so, it's so cliche, but it, it, it has to be done. And to have the conviction that uh, everything is going to be okay and trust the process. And it's not my process. It's the process of yep. the one who sent me. Yep. And that's faith. Uh, in fact, you know, the Bible is pretty clear that without faith, it's impossible to please God. And uh, and as we discussed over the weekend, that faith is a belief system. It's a bunch of BS. Uh, when I say a bunch of BS, people go, did he just say it's a bunch of bull? No, that's not what he said. What? It's a bunch of belief system. Yeah, it's a bunch of belief system. And people, once they get that, uh, and, and God's looking for people of great faith. And I always tell people that faith requires a gap. You know, gap between what the Word tells you, God, and what your flesh tells you, what you see with your fleshly eyes, what you hear with your fleshly ears, uh, what you uh, uh, see, you know, and experience. And that has to be a gap. And the gap, uh, the greater, the greater the faith. And so, um, man, you, you made some connection with a whole bunch of people from all walks of life, from all income levels. You became close with those people you went through that class with, didn't you? Yeah, absolutely. No, there, I, I've, I found seven, well, ten new brothers and sisters, yeah. but seven Amen. of the students that were, were there. I, I, there's a bond that's created when you spend that kind of time shoulder to shoulder and sharing in, in deep thought of who you are and literally staring in the eye of the person in front of you. Yeah, yeah. All right, brother. Hey, uh, we're going to get ready to go to hard break. So if you'll stay on the line, uh, this is Black, and we'll be back in a couple of minutes after the break. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received. You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there, I don't want to say they put a band-aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Live in life like it matters. And today we're talking about leadership. We're talking about people. We're talking about life. And we are blessed to have Adrian Lyles join us. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio, Adrian. Thanks again for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. 
Hey, hey, brother, you know, you were talking before the break uh, about how we took a group of strangers, uh, 11 people in that room. You had eight class members and three staff. Uh, and when it was all said and done, uh, that you became, we all became brothers and sisters. We trusted each other. Uh, we would do anything for each other. Uh, and we had people of color. We had people that were younger, people that were older, uh, people that were financially better off than most, uh, people that were struggling financially. So we had all walks alive, all income levels, different skin colors, brown and black and white and off-white. Uh, and yet we all came together. And uh, uh, I want to... Uh, point get into the pool movement because I really believe that's the epitome uh, of what you believe and what you have your movement for. But before we get to that, uh, you know, you, you are a student uh, of uh, bettering lives. Uh, you you better your life. You you go to all the training you can. You've been through so much training. And, and just I'd like to kind of hit this point a little bit. You know, you go to a lot of training and yet uh, you know, you wondered early on if it was a waste of your time going through the training that I was providing. How would you compare Leadership Awakening to other training? And what did you think of the time you spent with me over the weekend? Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through. And that's executive, professional, communication training to, to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before. And it's, there's nothing like it. There's, there's, there's no way to explain it with words. You have to experience it. And it, and it sounds like a, you know, a new truck commercial that you just got to get in the driver's seat, (laughs) but it, 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 it is. I mean, you, I, I can't, I can't articulate into words an experience that powerful. Just ima- and that's you know you talked a lot about in your class just reading the book of Revelation. You, if you, you know read the book of Revelation and it's and you can't put into words what what's being seen here. Like you want me to explain the heaven created by God in in human <laughs> words? Like how do you, how do you do that? Yeah. You just got to experience it. So that was <clears throat> that was for me. And then you had a second question there as well. Yeah, no, that's so cool because I take it all. You know, first of all, I approach man as a three-part being. You know, we we uh, have a body, which is our machine that we experience this life through. We have a mind that runs uh, the machine, runs the body, and then we have a spirit. And I, I as you ne- see now, I deal with all three. And and what I do is I take all the philosophies out there, uh, and I uh, the sciences. You know, transactional analysis, neurolinguistic programming, logotherapy, constant, never-ending improvement. Of emotional intelligence. And because I am a man of God, and from the overflow of the heart, the bow speaks, uh, scripture does come out of me a little bit. Just a little bit now and then, right? Just right, Adrian? Just a, little, just a little. Not a lot, but just, just a tad. Just a tad, just a little bit. Uh, so, what? How? Uh, you know, you're a guy. You're an investor. You, you, you're buying and selling property, so you know ROI, return of investment. So, what type of return on investment did Adrian get from spending two and a half days with Mr. Black in Leadership Awakening? Your prices are too cheap, man. You can't. I, I don't normally tell people that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't normally. T- I tell my wife all the time that uh, if I go somewhere and someone has a low price for a product, I'm not unless they pay me for a consulting fee. I'm not going to tell them. Uh, but you know, there is. Uh, it's not only changing lives what you're doing. It's saving lives. You know, I I, I walked into that room and I I, I didn't have any. 
a concern about whether or not I was going to make it, just literally live yeah. through next week. I mean, I, I walked in there with the mindset of I'm going to thrive for the next three, four decades, and then God's going to call me home. And if he calls me home today, so be it. I've lived a joyous life so far. And that's not the case for everyone who walks in that room. And so what you what you have here is a golden gem, not just life-changing. It is life-saving. And, I, and so I, I've heralded the message of, in fact, I was on the phone before I got on this call uh, with a professional friend of mine talking about Like It Matters and how to, how to get this to the four corners of the earth. Everybody tells me that some of the messaging that I do, they say, Adrian, you've got to get this to the four. No, 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 no. This, I mean, like it matters. You have to live life like it matters, or people will ask the question: Is life worth living at all? And uh, you know, that's 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 what you have here. So the the return on investment, you can't quantify if you know if you're at zero, and you get to one just from a numerical perspective. That's a thousand percent, right? So if I start with nothing. Yeah. And I yeah. end up with just a little bit more, right? We can, there there are yeah. people in this world who who have literally nothing in the terms of like self confidence, self worth. They start at zero. I was at one, yeah. right? I, I joke when I say I'm at ninety eight. Yeah. But so going from one to two, I've doubled. But from a, a return yeah. on investment, if you start with zero and you get to one, I like yeah. you've cre- that's creating. You've started with nothing and yeah. you have something. So that's life saving, man. And it's it's. Just powerful. Well, thank you, and and you know because we get real real quick. Uh, you had uh, what, uh, two people in that class that uh, have attempted to end their life before a couple times, and uh, they leave there on fire for life, and uh, uh, will never make that choice again. Which leads us into your pull movement. You know, uh, uh, the pull movement is about moving beyond skin color. And why don't you just explain real quick the pull movement? I want to tie it into what you just went through. Yeah, so the pull, pull, an acronym, People United in Life and Liberty, and it's deeper than most people realize. The idea of the pull movement is to educate, empower, and encourage people to be more than they told that they were. And the challenge in society today is that, particularly in the Western world, is that we have to conform to an identity based on our skin color. And then people are left with the question of, who am I? If I have to bear the uh, identity of an entire group of people that I don't know, I don't share similar experiences with, then I lose who I am. And so when trying to, when, when going out into communities, to organizations, to nonprofits, and to church groups, and sharing this message of, of identity, that we must first break down this classification system of people based on the irrelevant spectrum of color. It is to empower them to be themselves. And it requires a person to know themselves, to know from whence they've come, and then go out and encourage other people to do the same. It is a repetitious process. So, you know, pull, the pull movement is rooted in like a lot of the messaging of what you were doing, because it's all God's message, right? It, I'm not, I didn't make up this stuff. I didn't come up with this grandiose idea that there was, you know, there's one human race. I didn't create that idea. It's just that people have forgotten it. And in that forgetfulness, we've, we've been left to try to, uh, identify who are we and that's a dark place to be and so the the connection and i don't know if you want to go there but i can go there man because the connection is this if people don't know themselves it is a dangerous place to be there's no love in that 
I can't love yep. an empty shell. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what that is, so I can't love that. And then the way I treat others, the way I treat myself, the way I treat my family, the way I treat my 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 community—it all stems from how I see myself and the value. So what you're doing is like a precursor, right? The living like it matters, and it ma- it has to matter to me. Like I have to live my life like it matters to me, and then and only then can I treat other people like they're worth something. And so there's a marrying yep. here because it's a, it's a synonymous yep. synergistic message that it, yep. there's one human race, but it has to start with Adrian first. And then it has to, then yep. Scott has to look at Scott. And so that was yep. my challenge. And, you know, initially you talk about day one in your class. My challenge was I, I, every seven, seven of the other peers in that class, I'm psychoanalyzing every single one of them. I'm taking notes in my mind. Okay, this person needs to fix that. Man, this guy needs this. This girl needs that. And then I had this mirror moment. Like, oh my goodness, I've spent the past several years telling people to be the best self that they can be, and here I am overlooking Adrian. Like, wow. Yep. And the one person you have absolute control over is Adrian. Yeah. And, and that's what I teach in the training. And, and I believe, honestly, with your movement, my, my training, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, is a chance to get people to experience what you're talking about. Yeah. I think that's fair. Yes. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, I'm, I'm a, I don't know if I'm ahead of you or if you're ahead of me on some things, man, but we'll have to talk offline on some things that yeah. th- there is a there is a marrying here. And God has just blessed both of us with a vision. And it's not a coincidence that we connected the way that we did. I guess there's some good off yep. of Facebook uh, out there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah there, we got that there. Then. But hey, brother, uh, I, I appreciate you so much. You know I love you, and I don't say those Absolutely. words lightly. Love is yeah. a verb. Uh, I'm, I'm demonstrating verb. my love for you, and you demonstrate your love for me because you trusted me. You went in there. You went more. You humbled yourself. And one of my favorite pictures, brothers, when you and I held each other for a good probably five, six minutes, and the whole I could hear the class just weeping. Uh, uh, my favorite picture the whole experience you know yeah no yeah i absolutely love you as as well and i still don't know what day of the week it is (laughs) so you ask me how long we were hugging i have no idea yeah couple days couple days (laughs) all right brother well hey you're a busy man changing the world one person at a time starting with adrian so uh god bless you my friend and uh, we'll talk offline soon okay thanks to you brother thank you all right buddy bye-bye I am Mr. Black, and today we're talking about I see you. And what happens in our training is we give people a new set of eyes because without a vision, people perish. Uh, And you got to be able to see into the future. So I am Mr. Black, and we'll be right back. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at Mr.Black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. 
helping people live their lives like they matter. That's Mr. Dot Black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. I am Mr. Black, and you are back to Like It Matters Radio, living life like it matters. And today, we're talking about I See You, Team 223, because ladies and gentlemen, leaders have a vision and communicate it to their team. And what's lacking today in America is a vision. Uh, it seems like we're so wrapped up in petty politics. We're so wrapped in racism. We've become such a racist country that it's all about skin color now. And Adrian just shared with us that he's part of the pool movement. That's P-U-L-L. Uh, and it really is about moving beyond race to establish a medium of conversation within our community designed to dispel the myths surrounding race while simultaneously continuing to ensure that every human has absolute unity, life, and liberty. You know, we live in a, a country today, America. I don't know what happened to America, but it's some, you know, Joe Biden's America, this new progressive America. The mo- You know, yeah, it makes me want to scream too, Sam. But the motto really is the, the world is all about mind and matter, so I don't mind, and your opinion doesn't matter. That's really the new mission statement of America under Biden. The world is all about mind and matter, so I don't mind, and your opinion doesn't matter. But I'm going to tell you, you do matter. All lives matter. Black and brown and yellow and blue, 99.9% of our DNA is the same. You know, uh, Adrian uh, just finished my class. At the end of my class, I have people write things out, and I had him answer the question, briefly share what your biggest block in life or business was before attending. And this is a successful man. He said, my biggest break uh, block is secret arrogance, uh, marked as confidence. To believe I know I was right about every topic, he said, becomes toxic. And then his last report, I had him uh, write, we always have people write at the end of each segment, you know, benefits and applications. And here's what his parting words were. He says, I realize that the mission of God has been forgotten. The mission had become for me to save the world. Jesus has already died for that. Up until now, I was afraid to fail. I prayed that someone uh, could just give me answers. Uh, I would rejoice. I, I would reduce the amount of time I spent analyzing other people. That's what he's doing now. Focus more on myself so that I can bear the image of Christ. I must return back to a mustard seed faith in God. I pray that my now desire to love my wife more, hug my children more, and serve my community more is not overcast with what I want. I must focus on who God is and what he wants for me, taking off the filter and just be. My message is unchanged. I just now believe it. God is. Talk about a vision. Without a vision, people perish. What that word means is without a word from God. And this weekend, we all got a word from God. And that's why it's called hope. Leaders are hope peddlers. Our number one commodity is hope. And hope requires a forward focus. Too many people are wrapped up in the three R's of survival. Regret, resent, and resist. They all require a rear focus. Remember, the devil is the accuser of the brethren. He wants to remind you of your past. And as Carmen used to say in his great music, when the devil reminds you of your past, you remind him of his future. And that's so powerful uh, because you have to have a vision. And hope creates a vision. 
If you can look at the sunset and smile and find beauty in the colors of a small flower, then you still have hope. If you can find pleasure in the movement of a butterfly, and if the smile of a child can still warm your heart, then you still have hope. If you can see the good in other people, and if the rain breaking on a rooftop can still lull you to sleep, then you still have hope. If the sight of a rainbow still makes you stop and stare in wonder, and if the soft fur of a favored pet still feels pleasant under your fingertips, then you still have hope. If you meet new people with a trace of excitement and optimism, and you give people the benefit of the doubt, then you still have hope. If you still offer your hand in friendship to others that have touched your life, and if receiving an unexpected card or letter still brings a pleasant surprise, then you still have hope. If the suffering of others still fills you with pain and frustration, and if you refuse to let a friendship die or accept that it must end, then you still have hope. If you look forward to a time or place of quiet and reflection, and if you still watch love stories or want the endings to be happy, then you still have hope. If you can look to the past and smile, and when faced with the bad, when told everything is futile, you can still look up and the conversation with the phrase, yes, but, then you still have hope. Hope is such a marvelous thing. It bends, it twists, it sometimes hides, but rarely does it break. It sustains us when nothing else can. It gives us reason to continue and courage to move ahead. When we tell ourselves we'd rather give in, hope puts a smile on our face when the heart cannot manage. Hope puts our feet on the path when our eyes cannot see it. Hope moves us to act when our souls are confused of the direction. Hope is a wonderful thing something to be cherished and nurtured and something that will refresh us in return. It can be found in each of us, and it can bring light into the darkest of places. So never lose hope. And that was from a giftofinspiration.com.au. It's out of Australia. From our Australian friends, a little shrimp on the barbie. You know, and that's what hope is. I don't know about you, but a smell of a nice barbecue. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, thanks, John. Smell of a nice barbecue, a good old ribeye burning up, and the, the 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 fat sizzling with some nice seasoning. You can smell the, the smoke of the bacon as it sizzles on top of it. Uh, that makes me think about dinner. That makes me think about good food. That makes me think about good times. See, that's hope. Hope's the ability to lift your eyes off the ground and see into tomorrow that doesn't yet exist. See, we live in a world in a country that's helpless and hopeless. I, I can't even watch the news anymore. I get so depressed, so saddened by what a racist country we've become, by all these old American values of God and country, of family, of you know life. And now those same values that for 200 years were considered American values are now considered hate speech, are now considered bigoted, uh, are now considered uh, uh, closed-minded or, or only of uh, troglodytes. What? That breaks my heart because I know, 
I know what happens when you program people. See, the saying is that the philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation will be philosophy of government in the next. And anybody with a vision can see how what we've been doing in our schools the last 20, 30 years is now showing up in our political world. Uh, I just saw that uh, Joe Biden uh, is going to be flying the BLM flag. You know the thing. At our embassies. Why would the BLM flag fly at our embassies? Why would we have a flag of a group that's Marxist, that's racist, that's hate-filled, that keeps a pound of flesh, a record wrong, that wants to go back to what happened to people 400 years ago, a group that is dividing America, a group that is making young black people hate police officers and setting themselves up to die. Because if you can't be under authority, then you can't be a Christian. Because that's what it's about. Oops. It's about authority. If you cannot be under authority, God says, uh, then you're not a child of his. We're supposed to be under authority. I, I think Romans 13 talks about it, but it's also Second Peter, uh, I think 2.18 talks about it. Read the book of, uh, I think it's 1 Corinthians chapter 7, the Remain chapter, that no matter what, you know, we're supposed to be under authority, and anything that's unfair, anything that's unjust, anything that's not proper, let God be God. The Bible says, vengeance is mine, declares the Lord. I will repay. Ours is to forgive. Ours is to forgive. Ours is to understand. Ours is to walk a mile in someone else's moccasins. I can understand that hurting people hurt people, but I won't stand for it. And so my goal at likeitmatters.net with likeitmattersradio.com with our podcast, Living Life Like It Matters, and with our daily Food From Heaven, wayofwarrior.blog, is to help people be all that they were created to be, to help people live their lives like they matter. So you're under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. It does.